0: The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show with AutoExpress.ie. There is no debate. Luxury for less with AutoExpress.
1: Classic hits.
0: Seems everybody has an opinion on greyhound racing. I only happen to mention it, and obviously uh, so many people are texting in. The majority of people, I will have to say, are saying it should be banned altogether. Now, that's a strong statement to make considering so many people have an interest in greyhound racing particularly those who own the greyhounds and let's be clear about this and I want to be abundantly clear not all people who own greyhounds are bad people and some of them love their dogs and take care of their dogs but it does seem like an overwhelming amount of dogs are being culled. I want to go to Kathy Cochran who's a spokesperson I'm sorry, Katie Cochrane is a spokesperson for the Greyhound Awareness in Cork uh, Katie, good afternoon to you
1: Good afternoon, Niall How are you today?
0: Katie, I mean this Primetime Investigates programme has certainly opened up a can of worms, hasn't it?
1: Yes, it has definitely opened a can of worms, but it didn't invent it. I mean, this was all fact um, that was in the institute that was hidden. Like the the main report was produced in 2017, but it was not published. It wasn't even given to the doll until I like think May this year, and you know, so like, it's it's not it's not that somebody from outside who 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 decided this. Like the proposals that that were in the report, according to the IGB, they said. It was thought-provoking, but impractical. So, I mean... It, so, know,
0: explain it. to me a little bit about this. So, 5,987 of the dogs bred, 16,000 greyhounds are born every year. 5,987 of those are killed because they fail to make qualification times. This yeah. is almost like factory farming of dogs.
1: It, it pretty much is. I mean, what, what they're saying in in the report, not by us, not by anybody outside the... You know, uh, you know, who's not involved? The report that that was paid for, one hundred fifteen thousand, said greyhounds are being bred to be killed. I mean, that is one of the findings of the report. So, I mean,
0: so what's um, so what's the solution to this? Because the IBG are taking very little responsibility for this. Basically, saying they have the, or the IGB they have their own guidelines there, and they say the welfare of the greyhounds remains a priority for the IGB. Um, okay. But but the dogs, pardon the pun, the dogs in the street. We've talked about greyhound racing before in the show, and many people have said the same thing. So we all knew this was happening. It just takes a TV show like Primetime Investigates to, I suppose, bring it to the uh, front, to centre, and right on the front page of our newspapers, and for us to want to do something about it. So what what's the next step? What do we do about this, or how well, can, how can you stop this from happening?
1: Well, I suppose you start at the beginning, and you know, a, a mission statement lays out what the priorities for uh, an industry are. So. If you read the, the IGB statement, uh, mission statement, the word welfare is not mentioned once. Do, do, you, do you have a copy of their welfare statement? or of, Sorry, of their mission statement? No, no, I don't. Okay. To deliver a commercial, well-regulated greyhound racing and breeding industry whilst enabling the delivery of a customer-centered, highly exciting and value-led entertainment experience. No mention of, wel- of welfare, of greyhounds and themselves really at all. So you have to, you know... Well, well they
0: did mention it obviously, yesterday in their statement when Barry's yes. Tea pulled out. They mentioned the welfare of the greyhounds remains a priority, but that's only, obviously, when they're pushed, pinned to the collar, so to speak.
1: Well, uh, it's very easy to... Yeah. Now, see, it's not actually possible um, to put the welfare of greyhounds first if you want to make them profitable. I mean, I was... Asked well, no, they're to no
0: to good to you if they can't run fast, are they? Exactly. I mean, and I hate to be bad about it, but that's, that's well, the bottom line, isn't it?
1: That's the reality. I mean, a slow greyhound is a dead greyhound. We have a big poster... It said, win or die. But that is the reality. You saw that on the programme. See, what, what happens is that... What I saw on I mean, the programme
0: was vile yeah. to watch the way these dogs are brought yes. to these knackery yards and, uh, that is actually and illegal. shot.
1: It's illegal. They're not allowed. All I, mean, yeah, I
0: mean, it was vile. Well, 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 this guy, so he arrives out, with the undercover investigator arrives, yes. and your man arrives out with this apron on him covered in blood. And I'm going, oh yes. my God, this is horrendous. Okay. And he said he'll do one for 20, three for 30. Should have killed him.
1: Well, well, they actually um, went to this particular knackery because he offers to do the, in groups of 10. He does them in bulk. So he will do, you know, you can bring him 10 greyhounds in one go and that's not a problem. I mean, if, when you watch, like, people probably will watch it once kind of from, from like the back of the coach, but they need to watch it again. Um, and again and again. And, you, and then you see the forklift
0: lifting them up and dumping them in the skip. And going, okay, well,
1: before that, you see the, the guy coming out, um, the the guy in the knackery, he grabs the dog. If you watch carefully, you see the do- dog actually defecates himself in fear. The dog is walked into the na- into knackery. We see um, in, the, in the doorway that the dog is shot in the back of the head and then just dropped on the ground.
0: And then he takes his lead off and brings it back out to your man.
1: While the owner is is actually sitting outside waiting, waiting for his yeah. lead and his... And I mean, the dog yeah. is
0: flailing around on the ground. It's uh, it's, yeah, not so even, so it's not even done humanely. The dog is just flailing. It's not
1: done humanely. It's not done legally for either side of them. I mean, I've just been reading about, um, you know, the Captain Picard and Patrick Stewart. So he had a foster dog for 10 days. And, and he's saying how heartbroken he is that the dog, um, you know, um, was, was very, very sick. And after 10 days, the dog had to be... But to sleep humanely at the vets and the difference between one owner and the other is incredible and I think most of Ireland and the public, they would identify more with Patrick Stewart and the heartbreak he has at losing the dog. But
0: the majority of people texting who are dog owners or greyhound owners saying, well look, this is not us, we don't do this. But realistically when you see that over you know a third of the dogs born in one year were cold, it does raise a real question, doesn't it?
1: It really does. Um, I mean, uh, before this, the, you know, people are involved in rescue and you know trying to raise awareness about greyhounds. There always was a figure of 10,000 disappeared. As I said, we don't know what happened to them were they killed. That disappeared is the figure. We now have a new figure of 6,000 cold. That's not six thousand. And is there nobody checking?
0: Is I'm assuming they're all chipped. Uh, they all have to be chipped, right? And, okay. and the sport is regulated. Is there no authority that goes? Okay, you know when you're, the dogs are born, they're chipped. They bring them out in the mornings. They test them they, as they go older. See how fast they are. If they don't do the qualifying times, they're killed again. But there, surely then somebody goes around from the authorities and says, "Right, where's, where's the other two dogs that you had? You registered the, you register the industry, and chips." The
1: industry is self-regulated. There's no outside person that's keeping an eye on what's happening, and why, um, why not?
0: Seems the Department of Agriculture are giving taxpayers money. To them. why isn't it regulated?
1: Can I just explain how, how it works? Is that okay? of I just checked one litter at one stage, so there were ten dogs. So, so as, if you heard um, Mrs. Dollard mention that, so the a, a litter is born, say six dogs. Um, they are they are um, they are tattooed at about three months old. Um, then they're registered with the Irish Coursing club, But it's not until they get to about 14 months old and they've decided if they're going to be any good at running or not that they come under the Irish Greyhound Board and that is when they get a racing name when they become registered. So the Irish Greyhound Board only have responsibility, they feel, for the the dogs that have a racing name. Now, I checked one litter um, and there were 10 dogs, 10 pups born into the litter um, so at, at day one, mm-hmm. is with the, with the Irish um, Coursing Club, when it came to naming the Greyhounds, only three of the ten um, were named, uh, were registered with the So Irish. where did the
0: other seven go?
1: Exactly. Well, see, this is the whole problem. Where are they? Um, nobody knows because...
0: So are, they, are we to they, assume they've been either given away somewhere or cold?
1: Um, well, we we know that... Um, that's, well, where are they? We, we can't assume anything, really, of what happened to them. So Maybe they have gone into rescue... You know, maybe they've been way home, but there has to be um, an explanation of where they, where they are. I mean, somebody else is saying, well, if you have like 10 calves, the, the, um, the Department of Agriculture will, will know exactly where each calf is. There's no, there's no um, way of... So what you're
0: saying is there's no real transparency in the industry at all?
1: There is none. There's absolutely none. I mean, when you think about it, that this report was, was available two years ago. So why well, what I mean,
0: with the greatest respect, I think everybody kind of knew this was going on. I think it takes a programme like Prime Time to exactly. bring it out into the public domain. But just stay there for a second if you can. Let me just go to Peter as well, who's a greyhound owner. Uh, Peter, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Peter? How's it going, Noel? Uh, Peter, many greyhounds do you have?
2: I have six um, at the home at the minute, and then there's another six being reared on a farm down the country
0: at the minute. Right. So 12 and proud and, proud. and you watched the documentary?
2: I watched the documentary,
0: yeah. And what, what was your feeling at the end of the documentary when you watched it?
2: Well, as that girl was saying there, she's seen a litter of ten registered and only uh, three were named. And um, You have to assume where them other seven are gone. Now, that's how that's where I, I find discrepancy is because some of them could have been sold as pups because a lot of people love greyhounds and could buy them as pups. I never registered them with
0: the Irish Greyhound Board. I, I, so I would, I would, I would hasten to guess that greyhounds are probably not in the top ten list of dogs to buy as pups.
2: You'd be surprised. Mm. I sold two of my own litter as Okay, pups. and okay, I I, I'm as sure as
0: they're pet. beautiful dogs, and they are beautiful dogs, and I'm sure people yeah. do keep them as pets. But they're not; they're certainly not in the top ten. Right. Can so, I so, well, you well, well, you, you, well, hang on for a second. You're ignoring yes. the main question I asked you, and I, you're right. focused on that one thing that that she spoke about, which is the litter of ten. The documentary, you can't help but notice or see in the documentary the disgusting behaviour of some owners and the way they get their dogs killed.
2: Yeah, but you can't deny that there was nothing shown about the thousands of greyhound owners all over Ireland who got up every morning at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, let their dogs out into pens, take care of them, spend thousands on feeding, you know, look after their dogs as best they can and do right by their dogs. There was none of that shown.
0: But yeah, but the, the figures are overwhelming.
2: But, Peter, the but fi- where were the figures taken from,
0: Noel? 16,000 greyhounds born in one year and 5,987 were killed.
2: Right, and um, where's the 5,900 that were killed? Where, they?
0: Well, I don't know where they are. I'm assuming where, it's a some landfill somewhere, probably.
2: Where is the proof that the 5,900 were killed?
0: Well, well, we don't disagree
2: with a lot of things when it comes to... You know, well,
0: well, Okay, well, Katie, Katie, where is the proof in relation to these particular dogs and these figures that were released that that many dogs were killed out of 16,000?
1: Well, you actually would need to ask um, the, the consultants who prepared that report on the request of the Irish Greyhound Board. Um, and and that, that,
2: report was, that report was deemed as, as a joke because they didn't do it properly. And get, just getting the yeah, Well, okay. Yeah.
0: Let's not argue over a figure, right? Are right. you denying that dogs are being c- being culled because they can't perform?
2: I'm
3: not denying that. Well,
0: they, well, am, well, there's, well there's, there's that's the truth, then, isn't it, Peter? I'm not saying you're doing it, but they yeah. are. There are unscrupulous owners out there who are culling their dogs because they can't perform, and not just unscrupulous. It seems to be part of the industry.
2: But why highlight the five or six percent that do that? And it's more than five, it seems
0: to be more than 5 or 6%, to be honest with well, you.
2: Right. So we can highlight the, the people that, as I said, every day, that own 20, 30 dogs, men that breed litters, that, you know, have 10 in a litter and the cost of feeding and, and rearing them till they're, till they're a year old or 14 months old. You're like, the day your dog is born, you have to fill out forms, send them straight in. How many pubs were born, if any were born still, whatever. Then you have to pay... Uh, for the microchipping of the dogs. Then you have to pay for the naming of the dogs. There's so many certificates and payments you have to make before the dog's even hit six months old. Then when you eventually do bring your dog to the track or whatever age it is, you have another payment then to get your card, your, your logbook for your dog. Right? You can imagine the amount of people all over this country that are doing everything right by the book. And that's why I'm so passionate in what I'm saying. There's people out there that are spending thousands doing everything by the book and not one of that was highlighted, not one thing of that was highlighted on that show the other night. Okay, well,
0: well, hang on, let Katie respond to that. Well, hang on, let Katie respond to Katie, it it would be fair to say there are greyhound owners out there who look after their dogs, who are very passionate about the sport and are not involved in this culling and would try their best to rehome a greyhound after it's outlived its usefulness, so to speak.
1: Well, it's interesting that the the 30 that the program funds, then 15 or 30, or, uh, 50% of them had no problem taking in a greyhound. So anything under 49% is the minority. So it's not that the, the, the minority of, um, of the NACWIs are doing this. It's, you know, 50% of them are. Mm-hmm. And in some cases, they will take 10 greyhounds, not a bother. So, I mean, I, could, I think the problem is that to get one fast greyhound, you need to breed a litter of... Yeah, but would you
0: accept, Katie, would you accept that there's responsible greyhound owners in this country?
1: I know that there are some greyhound owners who treat their dogs fairly well, um, but they still race them.
2: Niall, I I had a litter of nine pups, right, last year. My pups will be one year old in two weeks' time. I have spent, keeping five of them, I have spent €500 a month to keep them dogs on a farm where they can run openly in, in, in pens that are huge so that they can, can develop properly, they'd be fed the best of food and be given the best of everything. Before I And out, out, out of home, those
0: 10, but out of those 10 that's, that you're, you're raising at the moment, right, yeah. not including what I have at home, out of those 10, how many of those will make the grade?
2: Two of them have been sold as pets. So that could be two of the 5,900 that are killed every year, right? So two of them Well, are it doesn't sold say that in pets. the report.
0: It doesn't say that in the report. Right.
1: I'm,
2: I'm just saying the that. The other ones... Right? Right, the now, other Peter, ones. with
0: respect, it doesn't say that in the report. It says 500, 987 are killed. Right. It doesn't say they're sold off as saying. pets.
2: Right, but that's what I'm saying. The numbers that they were using were the dogs, and that the numbers that that girl is using, she said from a litter of 10, only three were named to race. I'm telling you, from a litter of 10, two of mine are going as pets, they won't show up on the IGP. Okay, okay, so two are, two,
0: two are going as pets, all right. So the other right? eight, what's going to happen to the other eight? The other
2: eight. Three of them I've sold and I've kept five for myself. Right I'm yeah. gonna, when they're 14, 14 and you, months old. are you
0: telling me all eight of the other ones, apart from the two that are going to have as pets, will be good enough to race? They won't be, will they?
2: They won't know until they're 13 or 14 months okay, old. Okay,
0: so when they're 14 months old, you realise that four of them are good enough to race. The other four really aren't making the grade. What are you going to do then?
2: what you do then is you get on to the rehoming you ring Barry Coleman and the OGB. So, were you, you so, assen- so essentially Peter them.
0: what you're saying to me is you're breeding dogs with a possibility that 50% of them are just of no value to you No Yeah because you're going to rehome like, them I wouldn't buy a pet with the intention of rehoming it
2: Oh you don't understand that but it's a, the, It's a business It's not a business for me
0: well, it is. If you're going, if you're going to breed 10 dogs, you're going to invest money into them for 14 months and then you're probably going to lose five of them to the same that maybe two will go off as pets because they're not much use and the other three will go off because they can't perform and they'll be rehomed somewhere, possibly.
2: Well, if I if we sold them as pets as three months old, how in the world is anybody going to know if they're good or not?
0: The point I'm saying is it's a business, Peter.
2: Not for me, it's not. And not for a lot of people, it's not either. We breed dogs in the hope and the dream that one day we might get a Derby dog or an Oaks dog, or a dog that might win a competition.
0: And how many, how many of those are there going to be? Out of the 16,000 dogs bred every single year, how many will end up a Derby dog or an Oaks dog? Well, very you few of the them.
2: finals, and well, dogs here that like, wouldn't be top-of-the-range dogs, the ones that I have at my house, but I don't, I don't put them down. You know what I mean? You know, I have a dog that has run four times that hasn't won a race. I haven't put her down.
0: Okay, we'll stay there for a second because I want to go, please stay with me as well, Katie. I want to go to Adrian. Adrian, you're on Classic Kids. Adrian, Adrian. Or is it Adrian, is it Adrian or Adrian?
1: Adrian, yeah.
0: Okay, Adrian, sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah no, it's just, um, just to add in there that, um, like, it, it, they'll never sort the problem out as long as they're self-regulated because they've had all these years and they, it just is not working. And they have to also limit the number of people of, um, being born every year.
4: Because the IGB have said that they will send a rehoming program, but it's just
1: not possible to home that many.
0: No, you can't. You couldn't reho You couldn't you expect to rehome can. that many. No.
1: Yes. Yeah. So like, it's just—it's all a cover. Like it's just a blanket to cover over all the problems, but it needs to be gripped by the throat and sorted out. You know.
0: So you, you believe there needs to be a limit to the amount of dogs that are bred every year.
4: Then they definitely need to do that.
0: That's a, a definite because you just couldn't keep up, you know? Like, and it's the rescues who are picking up the pieces. of Oh, we've lost you. Sorry, we lost Adrian there. So you want to say
1: something, Katie? Yeah, can I just point out that of the 16,000 um, greyhounds born each year, the Irish greyhound, um, you know, the retired greyhounds, they have figure that they have rehomed directly 500,000 um, last year. And I know that there is a waiting list of six months. So you can't say, oh well, then that's our problem. solved. now I have a rescued, um, ex-racing greyhound called Molly, and we take an awareness day in Patrick Street, and the amount of people who say I've never before, you know, touched a greyhound, seen a greyhound. I've never, I've, I've actually never seen a greyhound pup outside of um, a, a greyhound farm that I actually had a look at. I mean, like all these are supposed to be, you know, out in the public. They're not.
0: I'm looking at some of the text coming in. Somebody's giving out about you, Peter. They're saying, uh, that's Bull Nile. He's talking crap. It breaks my heart. I remember a few years ago, there was a story in the local newspaper in Limerick that there was a load of greyhound carcasses dumped in a quarry in Balliniti in County Limerick. Nothing was done about it because it couldn't be proved who did it. Uh, can't go on the phone. I love the show, says Gina. But, but stay there for a second. Let me just go to James as well. James, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, James? Good you, to... Uh no. You're a supporter of the sport.
5: Oh, well, you know, I, I, I would be—I'd be a supporter of people like Peter there because I have one of the, a type of a Peter in my own area. He's a greyhound person all his life, and he keeps greyhounds. Doesn't keep him much now because he's getting old now, yeah. but. Over the years, and I watched him walking by me there, and I passed the house uh, in the wintry, that the jackets on the dogs, I, I wouldn't have a jacket on my own dog now, in case the dogs would get cold. Uh, he treated those dogs as well as he treated his own children now. Uh.
0: Th- that's fair enough, he probably did. the vast did.
5: majority, the vast majority of people who keep greyhounds are, are treated... Uh, I'm, not,
0: I'm not going to agree with that statement.
5: Oh, yes, now.
0: Well, well, well if, I look at the report, if I look at the report, I can't agree with that statement. When I look at the amount of dogs that are being killed. I can't. I can't agree. I'm not suggesting they don't look after the dogs who are doing well for them, who are performing for them, who are good runners. But what about the ones that they breed that don't perform?
5: Only the other day, now. Only the other day down here in County Cork, uh, just to show you where where you have cruelty. Uh, the animal uh, home people, you know the. the people who like to rehome animals yeah the DSPCA people like you have in dublin they came across um, they were war- they were told by, by by somebody and they came across this building which was on public land a uh, kind of a big barn and in it they found a half a dozen horses who were who were completely emaciated now they had no water they had no feed and uh, look at they found them because they all had to be put down now.
0: And, and I and we have spoken about people keeping horses in bad conditions before, and it should be illegal. And there, there is and some legislation yeah, the there Animal
5: home. rights won't tackle these people or they own the horses because they don't have the courage to tackle them. Ah, uh, that's nuts. And you know who I'm talking about? The people who own these horses. They wouldn't have the backbone to tackle them now, but they will go out to Corrheen. Okay, you're talking about
0: members of the travelling community.
5: They, they, imit- they intimidated the people going in by photographing them, calling them murderers and and bullying them last Saturday night at Coraheen now. That's the kind of people
1: you're dealing with now. Fanatic- well, 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 hang on, Well, hang on, well, hang on, on. because
0: Casey, Casey Corker, uh, the spokesperson yep. for Greyhound Awareness in Cork, you were at Coraheen last week.
1: Well, I'm one of the organisers of the protest. I wasn't at Coraheen track. Okay. I was at the protest. Okay. We organised the protest.
3: Did you see the, the
2: videos protest. of how what? the people behaved and how they call people murderers going in? Actually... Did you see the video of the bus that they stopped of old age pensioners getting off to go in and have a night? Did you see all the footage of that? All the videos I- of them coursing and putting fear into
0: people? Is that protesting?
1: Can I actually stop is you that- oh, okay, there?
0: Okay, right? well, let, well let, let, let her respond to
1: that. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so where we protest is at the entrance, not at the front door, We're out in the public and if there were any old age pensioners dropped off at where we were, they would have quite a long walk into where the track is. So obviously the, the bus did not stop at where the protest is and nobody had to walk um, no, old people had to walk.
0: Katie, um, you know, where, okay. where they shouting Lord not people calling them murderers?
1: Okay, if you watch the video, you would see that people were chanting, yeah, shame on where, you, shame on you.
2: The murderers?
1: I did not hear anyone calling anybody Oh, murderers.
2: you stop. It's all over Well, well, well,
0: well, well, whatever. I haven't seen that particular video, Peter. And if protesters were angry and outraged and calling owners of dogs murderers, when you look at the report and you look at the primetime investigation programme, you can't help but think there's something astray. I think they were angry and outraged.
2: Yeah, but they were saying it to the people going in, watching the racing, not the owners and the trainers. Well, will they, the will they see those people time. as
0: people... OK, would they see the pro- people who protest and object to, to greyhound racing, which, by the way, looking online, is a lot of people at the moment, object yeah. to the sport, and they object to anybody who supports the sport. Right. And there's a
2: lot of people making a lot of money From what's going on at the minute, a A lot of people like them two women. Them two women the other night that were on that show from England. They're not even registered charities, and they're taking millions of donations in off people, and they're walking their socks off to get as many anti-greyhound videos and anti-greyhound things out there as they can, because they know the more propaganda that they get the more money to get. But,
0: but yeah, oh. but you... Okay, you can call it propaganda, and in fairness to you, yes, there is a lot of stuff coming out at the moment, right? But you can't deny what RTE showed. You just can't... They, they've hidden cameras. You can clearly see what's going on. Peter, you know, we can... If you want to say it's exaggerated, I'll run with that for the moment, right? But that right. still doesn't make any difference. It's going on. So how they do know. we solve it? I mean, it should be in your interest as an owner and as exactly. somebody who wants and to keep the sport going to, to make it better. I would...
2: I want the sport to be cleaned up. I want to be running my dogs in a fair race where they're not raced with somebody who's out there giving that dog cocaine. I'm all for the sport being cleaned up. Cocaine? And everybody is. Yeah. There was a dog tested positive in uh, competition for the greyhound trainer. It was given cocaine. It was all over RTE. Clonbry Hero. here, though. The dog, now whether he gave it or somebody else gave it, the dog is his responsibility. OK, he's the trainer of the dog.
0: And, and by the way, is, is giving dogs cocaine, leaving aside that individual case, but is giving dogs cocaine to help them, uh, to improve their performance, is that common practice?
2: I can only imagine um, that, I don't know what the, the, the statistics are now because the IGB have bought in this new thing for testing dogs and there's a new legislation gone through the government now that the IGB have more power to ban these people the trainers can't bring them to court anymore that's what was happening when a dog was testing positive the trainers were going to court and saying well somebody rubbed me dog that had cocaine on their fingers and you know trying to trying to stop the the court case from going ahead nah. but now after yeah, but the new legislation mm. the OGB can just do what they do in England and ban the people that give their dogs
5: any. any uh, no, that, that
0: should be the case. Anybody who, uh, who drugs the dogs should be banned. Uh, sorry, James, yeah, you want to say uh,
5: something? Uh, one thing I cannot abide, Nile, is hypocrisy. And a lot of the people ringing into you now and sending in messages about this, now will be the one people tomorrow morning will stuff their faces with their morning rasher and bacon. Now, I want to ask you, Nile, <laughs> did you ever see a pig being slaughtered? Because I have, and I'm very sorry I ever saw it, Nile, I can assure you. Very sorry, I ever sorry. And if you ever get a chance to look at it, don't look at it now. I warn you.
0: No I, no, I wouldn't look at it.
1: Actually, no, can we get back on track? Yeah, but but I, no,
0: I mean, I, I, I understand the point that James is making and I, I do understand that you want to get back onto the, the discussion itself, Katie, but I do understand yeah. the point. I think it is relevant to what James is saying. I
2: agree with this That him. there
0: is hypocrisy in the fact that we seem to care or have some sort of moral outrage about this particular situation, but we're quite happy to, to know that cows and pigs are, are killed on a daily basis for our food.
1: I agree. You know that. You yeah, no, don't do
2: outside the slaughterhouses when them animals are being killed because you don't make money out of it. You make money out of the problem. But I don't, think,
0: well, I don't think Katie's making any money, in fairness. But sorry, Katie. Actually,
1: actually, can I just say that, um, okay, um, just to go back quickly, so the drugging, um, at the moment, 6%, according to the industry, 6% of the dogs are being tested. So that means 94% of the greyhounds running are not being tested for drugs. But- so even no matter how fabulous the machine is, if only six percent of the So it's worth it's worth actually, taking
0: the risk, you probably won't get caught.
1: Well, I think I remember um a report that one 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 um one trainer said he had a better chance of, of winning the lot of them being tested. But um you know and actually that, that dog clone hero, he actually tested positive three times at Korean Park in tra- um in, in Cork and we were at a protesting at the final. Um so, and he was not the only dog who tested positive for, for cocaine mm-hmm. that year, 2017.
0: Okay, and but, we, but we let, go, let me go back to just what James said. I think it's an interesting point. Is there a hypocrisy on behalf of all of us who are outraged by this, and outraged by greyhound racing, when we'll happily sit down and eat our steaks and have our sausages? And Is there, is there, is there a level of hypocrisy? Are you asking me? Yeah.
1: Okay. I, I, um, I happen to think that he's right. I mean, because I've actually been to China, um, and just for those who go, get over excited, I paid for my own flight, paid for my own expenses. I wasn't interested in making money out of it. Um, I had three dogs on my. I was flight patrons for three dogs coming back, and um, those dogs had an Irish, um, had, had an Irish connection. The the father and oh, the grandfather.
0: Can I hang on, Peter. Hang on, Peter. Let her finish.
1: Well, so so the dogs are coming back now. Um, I know that Kerry from. Um, um, Candy Cane Rescue Um, I actually went out with her Now um, I didn't actually go The time that she went into The slaughterhouse and to the meat market Because I physically could not have been able to Stump that, but she went in there At the time she was actually seven months Pregnant, so I think she had more New than most of the men Mm -hmm.
5: Probably
1: all of the men In the greyhound um, industry So I mean she's going there She's not finding greyhounds um, Irish greyhounds in the meat markets or whatever, she's finding greyhounds. But there's a huge industry of, um, of breeding Irish greyhounds out there. So, no, yeah. they're, so, so um, like the offsprings are not marked, but you can't tell if they're from okay. offspring of an Irish right, out well, or well, not.
0: Slightly off the track, there, but sorry, Peter, no, it no. before the break, there. Why,
2: why did they just focus on greyhounds? Why did they not take the German shepherds out of the back of the trucks? Why did they not take the Poodles or, or any other breed? Why did they just take greyhounds out of the back of them trucks to bring them back here to let people know that there's greyhounds suffering? Why couldn't they bring back other dogs? Why did they specifically choose the breed of greyhound to bring back when there was hundreds of dogs that were in them trucks, German Shepherds, um, little small Okay, i well, okay, let,
0: let her ask that just before the break. It's a fair point, Katie, you know, as an animal welfare person, you know, why did you specifically pick greyhounds out of the back of the truck when there was different, hundreds of different breeds of dogs in the back of the trucks?
1: Well, actually, I wasn't um, at that. Uh, what you saw oh, you a can't short answer clip. that,
0: can't
2: you not? I, no, wasn't what, at you that. Saw,
1: what you saw was a short clip, were, actually, um, Candy Cane has have, other breeds of dogs back from the meat market. If you... Look up candy cane rescue. You'll see there's oh, nothing. Right, candy of cane,
2: nothing. Why are they just bringing back greyhounds? And why are they not taking German shepherds or any other breed of dog back? Why? Because there's a serious amount of greyhounds in Ireland, and it catches a lot of people, and they're able to get their money from them. If I they are none- animal now, if they are animal people, why are they just taking greyhounds off the truck? Why not any other breed of dog? Why are they just specifically targeting greyhounds when they go there?
0: Okay, well, look, I have, to, I have to take a break. I'll let you respond to that after the break if you want, Katie. Okay, loads and loads of people are texting in. Uh, a lot of people more or less saying the same thing. I'm sorry, Peter, they're not agreeing with you here. Uh, I, somebody else says, I've owned and trained greyhounds. Only a couple personally, but uh, my family have done uh, so uh, with countless and uh, never put a dog down. Uh, and am I a murderer too? Not saying that there's, a erroneous, there's an erroneous issue Uh, with the way the sport is regulated, doping, overbreeding, horrendous treatment and zero practical punishments. Uh, But this has turned into uh, uh, the baby with the bathwater situation. That comes in from Graham and Cork. Maybe if there was a serious fine of 3,000 to 30,000, if you were caught actually having a dog cold or put down for no particular reason, a healthy dog, well, uh, maybe that would actually stir people up a bit. Uh, I'm going to come to Ashley in a second, but Katie, I just want to give you a right to reply to what Peter said there in her Okay, thank you. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so... um, So
1: Candy Cane Candy Rescue is a sister of Birmingham Greyhound Protection. So that's why they focused on greyhounds. Um, and other right. rescues focus on other dogs. Oh, Peter, let dogs. her
0: finish, let her finish, Peter.
1: Other rescues focus on other dogs. So when you see um, a short clip of her taking greyhounds down, that's because that's what she's there for. She can't take every single dog. Um, it's you No, know, because then none of them will be safe. So Greyhound, um, Birmingham Greyhound Protection is involved only in greyhounds. Now, none of those of the the candy cane dogs actually come to Ireland. And also it's very interesting that none of the Macau Irish greyhounds that were rescued, there were nine Irish greyhounds sent out to Macau, which is in China. And um, there were 532 Australian mainly, but nine Irish greyhounds um, were rescued. And none of them actually came to Ireland.
0: I'm just looking at one more text just in relation to what you're saying there. And it says uh, Your discussion on Greyhounds illustrates the intrinsic problem with activist groups and their mob mentality. Uh, these people are elected by no one, answerable to no one, and accountable to only themselves. Their ragtag members are vetted by no one. Uh, their tactics are approved by no one, and the consequences attributed to no one. Uh, they hold no mandate and obey no rules. We can see the results of such groups uh, with domestic terrorist groups and TIFA and uh, the violence that they. They have wrought on the American streets. We are a nation of laws. We are not a nation of a nation of rabble tugs. So obviously he was given that Well,
2: the, 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 to, the people that she's mentioning. They're not registered charities. It's in their interest to keep this going to make money
0: from it. Okay, well, okay, well, let's not focus too much on that anyway. Let's get back to the documentary we can. Let me just get back to Ashley as well. Ashley, you're on Classic Hits. How are you doing, Ashley?
6: Hello, No, Good afternoon.
0: Good, Ashley. I mean, there's a lot to talk about, I understand, but the bottom line is dogs are dying.
6: Dogs are dying, Noel, and um, I'm phoning as a greyhound owner. I, I have currently uh, a greyhound and two lurcher dogs. I never meant to have three dogs, but they're such a giant, uh, quiet, gentle breed. They make such lovely pets. Uh, contrary to what people believe about them, they need very little exercise. They're happy to sleep 20 hours a day. Um, These dogs are not the trained athletes that we would see, you know, at a racing track. Mm -hmm. Just with regard to what Peter says, and no doubt he's providing very well for his dogs. That's not every greyhound owner. But he's told you about the money that he has to put into them. He doesn't have to put money into racing greyhounds. Um, The whole industry here centers around money, around winning prize money, around breeding a prize dog that you can then sell out to stud. It revolves around gambling and certainly I would be in favour of greyhound racing being banned but I don't think right now that's a practical solution. I can't see that happening. Why I've come on today, Niall, is to urge anyone who feels strongly about this to contact their local TD, to contact Andrew Doyle, the minister, and to let them know how they feel about this. I would call for all funding to be withdrawn to the Irish greyhound board and to be withdrawn immediately we were able to do that with scouting Ireland I'm not comparing children to dogs please understand that but we were able to do it if there's a will to do it it can be done because the whole industry does need to be reformed I would also say for anyone who's interested in getting to know a greyhound maybe you're not in a position to own one certainly there are rescues there who will be more than happy to have foster homes for dogs while they try and move them on to somewhere safer in Ireland, there's Flying Irish Greyhounds, there's GRAI Resc-Han- Rescue Association, there's Paws Animal Rescue in Mullinahone. The, the pro- yeah, but the problem Animal is Rescue actually. Is,
0: I suppose the problem is that greyhounds, by the way, are not the, probably the first choice of many families for a, a family pet. Now, and we need to reiterate to people that they are nice dogs, that they are good family pets, they are fairly quiet. They're not. People think there's some sort of aggression in them because of the way they run, or we see them hair coursing or whatever. But they're not like that. That's the way they're trained and bred, isn't
6: it? It absolutely is, Niall. It absolutely is. The dogs that you'll see racing have been trained from the time almost that they're, you know, they're young puppies. They've been extra... Right, so what happens regularly. if, they, if run... they
2: stop greyhound racing now?
6: What happens to all the dogs that are in the pools and the greyhound
2: tracks? What happens Will all the dress dogs dress that are being bred right, now, now, now What happens to all... Well, okay,
0: well, hang, on, hang on, don't keep shouting, Peter. Peter, I think the answer to that question is quite simple. In in Britain many years ago, the Labour Party suggested closing down zoos. And the reason they said it was because it was a Victorian idea that's unnecessary in the future, right? Now, they're not suggesting we do it tomorrow or we do it the next day, but they said set a date. And they said, for example, let's set 2050 as a date for closing down all the zoos, right? In the meantime, all zoos would then be told you're not to breed any new animals. You're not to buy in any new animals. And the animals that are there will be just left to die naturally. So the same thing could happen if there was to be a ban on greyhound racing or it was to happen. They would just essentially say, right, we have to then now stop breathing. And if people want to breed greyhounds in the future after greyhound racing is banned, well and good. They can breed them as pets, just like we do every other breed of dog. But eventually, you would have to let it slowly dwindle out. It wouldn't be a case of just tomorrow. Sorry, no more greyhound racing. You couldn't do that because you're right. All the dogs have to be culled. Oh, but can I mention as well that that uh, it's been mentioned as well that can you please mention that Greyhound Awareness Cork don't make any money. They don't take donations. They're completely voluntary and they take no money.
2: I wasn't talking about them. All right, okay. I was talking about the candy one. Yeah, woman want to mention.
0: No, Okay. All right. Okay. But think it's not practical to turn around tomorrow and say let's ban greyhound racing. Sure, it's not.
6: No, really? I do appreciate that, and I've said that. I do appreciate that, but I would certainly call for the IGB to be defunded.
0: Right. Okay. Really so you're that ca- that, you're calling on a the Department Fair. of Agriculture to to withdraw the the money they give every year, the sixteen point eight million that's put into it every year.
6: And, and do you know where that money comes from. As a proper you know reason, you know, has from. been conducted. Okay, well, and until on, the it, animal welfare issues surrounding greyhound racing can be addressed. As I said, I appreciate Peter says he puts a lot of effort into his dogs, he puts a lot of money into his dogs. But at the end of the day, it's a gambling industry. It's about making money. It's not done for the love of dogs or for the love of preserving the breed.
0: Oh, sorry, Peter, you want to tell us where that money comes from, the 16 year Yeah, that
6: know? money comes from tax yeah. from the bookmakers
2: on the tracks. That's where all the money comes from, that it actually goes back into the sport. From the horses and the greyhounds, the taxes are taken from the bookmakers on the tracks and the totes, and it's put back in. That's where the money comes from. It actually comes from the industry itself and put back in.
0: Graeme, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Graeme?
3: Good, thanks, Mel. How are you getting on?
0: Graeme, you're also a greyhound owner and trainer.
3: Uh, I, I have have owned greyhound. I don't know. I have a big, fluffy Malamute. Uh, I don't have the... I don't have the time to, uh, to print it, but my right. family would have for generally... Okay,
0: okay. Well, what was your reaction to the, I suppose, the outrage, the 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 coverage of this uh, Primetime Investigates program? Man,
3: the actual show and the stuff, they, what, what they showed is absolutely horrendous. Anyone who claim, anyone involved in greyhound raising in any way who claimed they didn't know what was happening to Brian. Right, okay. And um, I don't think the sport, when I, I texted earlier, I said about bath, bathwater and baby situation, what I meant is in the call for ban it, to ban it. I don't think it should be banned. I obviously think there should be massive reforms and any... State funding the attacks or any other manner should be tied to those reforms. Very simply. We're well, breathing.
0: they're calling back. now. I mean, look, the sponsors are pulling out now in their droves. Oh, wait, 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 uh, Barry's T and FBD are gone. And now they're calling for the government broken. to pull. Well, OK, well, they're calling for the government also to pull out to pull the funding on it as well. I mean, yes, if they, if they pull crazy. the funding, that's the end of it, isn't it?
3: Um, on the scale that it is now, yeah. But if it bans, <laughs> it goes underground, it's, it doesn't get regulated, and the mistreatment of dogs continues.
0: And we end up in a situation like hair coursing where you have people going out and doing it exactly. on islands and all sorts exactly. of carry-on.
3: Although, from what I understand, the in in the programme, they said that that hair uh, coursing and what was happening was illegal, and from what I understand, it's not.
0: Mm. So well, the do- well, the dogs trouble. did have muzzles on them, I know that, but I mean, yeah, I But in saying that, they're still turning it. I
3: people not, but... Uh, Accused of doing something illegal, and you're not doing something illegal that could
0: cost RT a few bucks. Um, well, 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 I think I think the illegality probably is the fact that they're doing it on state land, and you have to have would have to have a license to do that, wouldn't you? So I think that's I probably know. the main not illegality. Not illegality not. I've
3: never been involved in coursing. Well, I think they get uh, again, a statement like from the Department of Forestry. I have no interest in killing anything.
0: Yeah, okay, but but okay, you've no interest in killing anything. But the facts of the matter are that many dogs are being killed because they're not qualified. They're not making the qualifying times. So I mean, it's a which huge is, problem,
3: which is why it needs to be regulated properly. but,
0: but, yeah, but how do you regulate that? If a dog has a laser, you an can iterate, track
3: a lamb from when it's born to when it ends up on the table. But where then do you, you, you can do the same thing with
0: dogs? Yeah, but where do you? That's all well and good. And so we say to all the owners, right? There's going to be a thirty thousand euro fine if we find out that you killed a healthy animal, right? Let's say we do that, yep. right? So, the six thousand that don't make the grade out of the sixteen thousand, right? That they're just not quick enough. They don't be the quali- I made the qualifying times.
3: There are different grades in racing. You just adapt yeah. the, the grades so you can race, so every dog... And who wants to go and see the, the
0: slow runners? Who wants to go and every see the slow dog. runners? But who wants to go and see a slow runner?
2: People so, don't know on the night when they're going whether they're going to see exactly. fast runners or slow runners, because there's yeah, all different very, grades very they're racing grades on, on every, every night. Out.
0: So what you're yeah. suggesting is that all the slow runners, the 6,000, would race against each other?
2: Yes.
3: Yeah, if they bring in a grade system like
2: that, yeah.
0: Right, like a B team like a or a C dog. team, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: But that exists already. You just have to exa- adapt what's already there. There's open class A, one, two, three, four, five. Well, why? But yeah, well, okay. Six, well, six, well six. then why
0: haven't why haven't the owners themselves and the different organisations around the country and the IGB why haven't they done this already? Why have they said let's? Well, the why-
3: IGB will only do it if they're forced because they produ- ma- they massively overproduce these dogs. They export a ton of them. And there's money made. No, for me personally, and like I said, I, my family wouldn't have been in huge breeders or anything. Like that. I think three or four dogs is the most they ever would have had at one time. Then, contrary to what your, uh, one of your other speakers was saying, it was done for love of dogs. There was no money made off it. It was money lost.
0: Okay, well, stay there for a second, because I want to go to Emma. Emma, you're on Classic Kids. Shirley, I'm going to be with you in a second. Go ahead, Emma.
3: Hi, Miles. Well, thanks.
4: You, were part, um, of the, you yeah. were
0: part of the protest.
4: Um, I've gone, yes, yeah, I go to protest, um, I'm creating input from a rescue side of you, I work in rescue here in Galway, um, you know, I, I, I make the point Your that, phone is uh,
0: breaking up really badly, Emma.
4: Sorry. sorry, can you hear me now? Yeah, go ahead, go on. Um, so I'm coming from the rescue side of you, I work in rescue, um, at any given time we have a list of greyhounds waiting to come into our rescue, Uh It's the most common dog that is waiting on the list to come in. Um, Another point is, while we take surrenders of all breeds, um, John Smith, for want of a better name, will only arrive and surrender his Shih Tzu to our sanctuary once in his lifetime. Mm. For the greyhounds, it's the same people and it's a constant supply. Um, you so know, you're, so
0: your domestic well, animals will come from one family at one time, but with the greyhounds, it's the same people, the breeders, over and over again. They're bringing them to you.
4: Yeah, and it's a constant. It's a and conveyor, are, they, are they easy enough?
0: Know. I mean, when I said well, they're probably not, but is it? Is it? But what I'm trying to say is, are they popular animals to rehome? Is it easy to rehome no. a greyhound
4: in Ireland? No, I'm in our rescue fifteen years. In all those years, we have probably home 10 greyhounds in Ireland. 99.9% of our greyhounds and lurchers are homed in England, Italy and Sweden. They are the least popular dog, despite our best efforts at promoting them as a the f- fantastic pet they are. I have them myself at home. Um, they are the least popular dog.
0: Okay, so what's the solution very quickly because I've got three minutes and I need to go to Jerry as well. What's the solution to this big problem, Emma?
4: It's the overbreeding. It's simple as that. It's so what? So it needs
0: to be reg- the, the whole sport needs to be regulated better, basically, is what
4: you're saying. Obviously, in my opinion, I'd like to see a full ban on it, but, you know, obviously it needs a phase-out. No, it needs a phase-out period. You know, I work with trainers who are responsible for their dogs. They, they will wait to get a space. They will financially support that dog coming into a rescue like ours, but they are the minority, the majority of greyhounds coming into us are riddled with fleas, they are skinny, they have wounds on them. You know, lots of greyhounds live together within these, um, these trainers' mm. yards. Many come in with bite marks on them. Uh, we get so many injured greyhounds. So there's a majority of trainers who won't be bothered to fix that injury, be it a broken hawk, um, a crew shirt. We ha- we get them. They have no. And you're,
0: and you're left basically to pick up the pieces. I understand, and that's a terrible situation. Now, I want to go to Jerry just before I finish up today. say, Jerry, you're on Classic Hits. Jerry, you used to own a knackery
7: yard. I did,
0: yes. Okay, I, I was just during the break there. I was kind of reading up really what knackery yards do. And for people who don't know, basically, it's I suppose it's looking after animals that are not for the production of meat for human consumption.
7: Yeah, well, we we, we render render animals. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah.
0: I know you uh, didn't you didn't put down dogs.
7: No, no, we had a policy in our necker, in our we, we didn't put down dogs. But, it's not to say that I, I haven't had people approach me to put down dogs. I could tell you about the girl that came in in a, in a flash new jeep one day, and had a beautiful uh, uh, Labrador, um, uh, not a Labrador, a golden retriever. And she asked me to put down the dog, and I said, what's wrong with the dog? She says, There's nothing, it was, my, it was my ex-boyfriend's dog, I need to put it down. Oh, stop. That dog was saved. I brought that dog
0: home. But many in the, in the documentary was clearly pointed out that many of the knackery yards they went to were willing to do it.
7: Many are. Many are. Because they're regulated to do it they and are, they are licensed
0: to do it. Well, I, there was an argument of the programme as to whether they are licensed to do it or not. But they are
7: licensed. They are licensed. I uh,
0: mean, but I mean, when I seen the guy putting the bullet in the back of the dog's head and then the dog is flailing around on the ground. not a bullet that goes into Well, it's a bolt, isn't not? it?
7: It's a bolt. It's a bolt that goes into the back of the head. and, and, and it, it's a, They say it's a humane killer, but there's nothing humane about well, it. Well, there was nothing it. humane about
0: this poor dog flailing around on the dog. ground while he took the lead no, off it or the uh, collar off it.
7: Exactly, and I actually I know what it's to have it. And,
0: uh, yeah. I do Jesus. know
7: the people in, in question. I do know them. Yeah. But, uh, like, I mean, I could tell you lots of stories, uh, and I could tell I, you lots of stories. And how
0: often and would somebody have rang you and said, listen, will you do a few greyhounds for me?
7: Both. Six times a day, maybe.
0: Six times a day.
7: Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it could be more, depending on, 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 on. You, you know. It's, there are days Whew. that be busier than others, you know. But that's not like it's. I don't know why they, they, they blame the greyhound man, but like don't forget, I have to, I, as I told you, researcher. I've taken pet pooches uh, from from veterinary. Yeah. Uh, uh, that that have told people that oh, we'll send it to a pet cemetery. You know, if they put it down, and, and
0: and and so it doesn't go to the pet cemetery at all. It's sent to you. No,
7: it doesn't. It comes into our yard and goes into a skip, and it's it's all brought off to be rendered again.
0: I tell you what, we are going to continue this conversation tomorrow, Peter. Just a final word because I've got ten seconds. Go ahead, Peter.
2: All the greyhound people, the real greyhound people, are all for the new regulations and the cleaning up of the sport, and that's one thing I want to say is that the real greyhound people will uh, go along with cleaning up the sport because that's the way we want it. We want to regulate it properly, and we want it cleaned up.